Hey, I'm Edie, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. What's up, guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. I'm finally hanging out with Edie here in person. Uh, two years ago was incredible, but I was like, it was still a tease because I felt like I didn't get to actually get your real vibe. So yeah. I'm super excited we can finally do this tonight. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely, and congratulations with the success of Send Help. Incredible uh, debut EP, and. Um, before we really dive in and talk about it, I was just with Justin last week and we were both kind of gushing over like how incredible you are as an artist. And the one thing that he did say that he kept saying was that you're about to f shit up. <laughs> I guess I'll take it. I think that's a compliment. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's that's cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he was so excited that like, you know, he hadn't seen you throughout the last two years. Mm. Uh, obviously, you guys are working on the musical. Yeah. But as far as like going into the studio together and writing and you did last week and he was just blown away of like how much you've evolved as an artist. And mm. and I believe it just because, you know, my introduction was diamonds, just like everybody else. But when we, when we listen to send help, it's just a completely different beast. It's a different mm. kind of tone that you give us different uh, kind of vulnerability that you give us so like talk to me about that evolution of your songwriting and your writing process and how it has evolved since then yeah you know I've always looked at songwriting as just kind of like a, a another limb of your own body and just like you you're always growing and evolving and changing and so obviously over the last three years I myself have changed and evolved and my songwriting processes have evolved and changed and as I'm willing to open up with myself more, I can also open up in music more and yeah. be more vulnerable. And um, yeah, I know now that you now that you've said it, that was my first time writing with Justin, like over maybe a year or two years, which is really cool and interesting, kind of to look at the evolution because some of the songs we did last week was so sick, and I think <laughs> that they're so cool, and I'm excited to keep working and and just kind of unraveling the box that is whatever the next project's going to be. Right. And coming out of like Diamonds and coming into this debut EP, like I personally didn't know what to expect with this mm. EP. I didn't know if I was going to get that same kind of vibe and energy as Diamonds or if it was going to be something completely different or a mixture of the two. Um, and I loved what you did with Send Help. Um, I feel like you get to showcase, because of the tone that you give us uh, musically, you get to showcase your vocals a little more. So uh, for you, what was, the, what was the meaning behind these tracks that you had for Send Help? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because... There was never really a, a large conscious thought behind every song that I was putting on the out, or on the EP. Mm. It was a very unconscious process of kind of picking a bunch of songs that I really, really loved and then cutting out the fat and really focusing on what, you know, for me, my core thought was minimalism. What's the best way to tell what I'm trying to tell? And so through production, through lyrics and through song choices, I what this EP is is, is my take on the most direct straight to the throat way of of showing where i was at at that time when i put everything together yeah and aside from justin you also have sean wasabi which is incredible anything anything he looks at or touches becomes an instrument <laughs> and then you also have teddy geiger who is also a genius yeah. um so having these three like mega producers uh david also that you had um having these these four mega producers like working with you on this on this body of work like how were those dynamics especially that first time when you got to like to work with those others yeah you know Sean and Justin was the first session so I, I went in to write with Justin and Sean was producing and that was the first session for the project 
where I really felt like I was onto something mm. and it really just sparked something within me where I was like, okay, cool. I know I'm in the right direction because when you're doing sessions and you're just writing on your own and you're bringing stuff in, you know, it's kind of just throwing shit at a wall and hoping something sticks. Right. And that was the first session where I was really like, okay, cool, we have something. This is, we can work with this. And, you know, going in with uh, Teddy, she's just one of those amazing people where she doesn't think too much. Mm. She just does whatever it is that feels right and, you know, picks up a bass, puts a bass line down. And, you know, I'll sit at the drums and she just hits the record button and we, now we have drums, you know, and it's just, it's so easy and it's just whatever's natural and whatever flows. And that process has really stuck with me of just, you know, recording whatever it is that's in that room that day and we can always come back in and, and touch it up later, which is like David, which David I finished Uncomfortable with. And I started that with just Sean and I really just wanted a, a new perspective on it because I'd been living with it for so long and David really brought these new and fresh elements that were just so unique and, and really told this story in a whole different light that I'd never seen before. And so we worked together to really f strike this really cool balance behind where this song initially l lied and then finding this new perspective to really take it into. Um, so yeah, I mean, all those, you know, every producer that I worked with on this project has been, I've gotten to learn so much from them and it's, right. it's really inspiring. But you also have like, um, like executive producer credits on this as well, right? So, um, being able to do that with your own project, especially such a short amount of time, like to a lot of us music lovers, like you're still a, a new artist in mm. a sense, right? So the fact that you're able to have those kinds, kinds of accolades at such an early, early time in your career, um, you know, why did you feel now was was the time to kind of executive produce your stuff as well? Yeah, you know, it was never really a, a thought in my mind of I had to or I, I shouldn't. Um, it was more of a thing of like, you know, I was back home in Australia and I was looking at all these tracks and figuring out how to do them uh, in a way that felt truthful to what I was trying to yeah. tell. And I just ended up ripping apart all these tracks and putting them back together and going in to a session with other random people and being like, hey, let's put this in, let's take this out and let's try different things. And, and really overseeing the entire project was just the natural process for me. I didn't see it any other way. I couldn't just hand it over to somebody else and hope that it ended up right. right. What did you learn about yourself during the writing process and like kind of seeing how your writing has evolved at the same time? Mm. I guess I've learned to trust myself more. I, when you first enter the music, industry and you're going into sessions and you're kind of just like playing that game it's really easy to fall into the thoughts of you know I'm not good enough and these people know what they're doing because they've been doing it for x amount of time especially for myself because I'm very young um you know as I kept trusting my gut and trusting my intuition and following whatever it is that I felt I needed to do and it kept putting me in the right direction, I learned to just trust myself more. And I think that's so important as any artist knows and should know is, you know, at the end of the day, nobody can tell you a story like you can. Right. So you have to trust that. Right. And in saying that, would you say that you're more comfortable being vulnerable with your music, knowing that now there's more and more audiences listening to what you, what you release? Yeah, you know, I think that it's more of just me getting comfortable with myself. You know, the more I can feel comfortable with myself in a room, the more I can feel comfortable putting myself on a piece of paper and giving that out to the world. Yeah. What song would you say that really challenged you on this on this EP? 
I think Normal to Feel was definitely the most challenging. That was one of the songs where I just loved the verses and the verses spoke so much to me, but figuring out how to get the rest of the song musically to tell the story of Normal to Feel, um, it was definitely a challenge and it took the longest and I think I went in maybe six times to work on that just you know full length days of just sitting there nitpicking at everything plus being at home and being like oh well maybe I can change these strings and put strings here and take this out and you know but um yeah I think that was definitely the most challenging now as far as these, these producers like which one do you feel challenged you the most to kind of step out of your comfort zone especially because like I mentioned earlier with this body of work I feel like you got to showcase your vocals more more ranges more lower tones and higher tones so um which one do you feel like made you step out of that comfort zone and do that Man, I think every producer I worked with did that in a different way. Um, Louis, who did the intro and the outro, is just really amazing at, at bringing out vocally uh, kind of untouched zones when you're in the studio, which I think is really cool. And Sean is one of those people who's, you know, musically, he's he lives in such a different genre than I typically would uh, dare even touch. So working with him is always just challenging not in a bad way but in a really really fun cool artistic way to get to see kind of what we come up with together um you know I literally could write a whole essay about every single one of these <laughs> producers but I think everybody's challenged me in some way or another did you find Sean trying to bring his like creative side with like just creating anything any kind of type of sound from anything like into your your production yeah, I mean, we've done session after session where we've sat at a grand piano and he's covered the strings with his bare arm and we're like plucking away at the at the keys trying to make these cool, you know, plucky sounds and we're always we're always pushing it for sure. And I think the coolest thing about Sean is, you know, a lot of sessions you'll go into and you'll find something cool on the guitar or an instrument and the producer will be so hyper-focused on how to capture that with a good mic and, you know, like an expensive, nice-sounding mic and a preamp. And Sean literally just grabs his iPhone and starts recording. The next thing you know, it's in the thing and it sounds great. Like, literally, the session we did last week, I just sat there on the guitar, he recorded it on his phone, went to the drums, recorded it on his phone. You know, you don't need overhead mics and, you know, you don't need your kick mic'd up and all these things. You know, you just yeah. grab your phone and it sounds amazing. <laughs> It sounds very DIY, which I really love. Like, that's, mm. that's kind of my background as well. Mm, yeah, no, totally. Um, so going back to, to Stop Buying Diamonds to now, like, um, your evolution, do you see, like, or better yet, how do you feel like that track and the success of that track impacted your creative process, like, moving forward into the music that we hear today? Yeah, I mean, that song really, because when we initially wrote it, it was very stripped back, just guitar. Mm. Um, very folky, kind of lived in this Joni Mitchell-esque world, which I really loved. But as the production came together, it obviously turned in this totally different, really cool, almost like pop rock genre. Yeah. Um, and it really just challenged me to view the evolution of how a song comes together differently. Um, a lot of the times as an artist, it's really easy to be stuck in however the song was initially written. and with that i really learned to trust wherever the song takes you yeah that's cool now, now that you've gotten the opportunity to have some shows under your belt can fans expect maybe some kind of tour like do you see that happening anytime soon in support of send help yeah you know hopefully we can get some shows figured out i you know i love performing the music so it's really exciting for me and that's really my number one priority right now that's awesome. Well, congratulations with Send Help. Uh, to close us off, what is like your proudest moment, either during the writing process, recording process, or just the release of Send Help? 
Oh man, there are so many, but the first one that comes to my mind is probably um, doing the the full short film and just filming that and really feeling like I, I put a bow over the entire project and everything looks how it sounds and it sounds how on paper every word is right now you know like everything really felt like it was all aligned and that was really just a proud moment for me to be like I followed through on every single one of my creative choices and it feels really good. That's amazing. Well, congratulations. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me once again. You guys be sure to check out Edie. Her debut uh, EP is out now. Send help. And thanks for watching here on Front Row Live. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.